Welcome to the Broken Pencil Booking Company Pro Wrestling Podcast and radio show infused with hip-hop. I am Wood. Made daily. With organic, farm-to-table, localized, neuralized, sterilized, scotch-guarded for 2020 repellent, available online, shipped via Amazon, not available on Sundays, but now available on thebeastradio.com. Broken Pencil Logic. You stay classy, Internet. I'm Suave Burgundy. My my man. (laughs) The hell? My man. My man. My man, 100 grand. My man. My G. My guy. My guy. (laughs) My guy. My G. (sighs) It is. (laughs) Boy. Cinco to Stinko in this bitch. Uh, Stinko Malenko? Cinco de seis. Today's date <laughs> is uh, Viernes, the 6 de Mayo. <laughs> what a douchebag. Good Lord. Ayo de Dio. I'm not going to do this with you. Ayo de Dio. ¿Qué? I was like, I, <laughs> I know the deal. <laughs> oh, Dios mio. <laughs> oh, oh, wait. Now I got to look for the translation. <laughs> Trash bag. You should have had me do this in the pre-roll. Adios mio is Joey Styles' favorite phrase. Yes, Adios mio. Oh, my God. Yeah. I thought you I thought you about to say year of our Lord, so I was going to figure uh, that's out That's what I was say saying. That. That's exactly what I was saying. So you interrupted me while I was doing what I was doing. Adios de deal. Año de Dios. <laughs> Dos mil y veinti dos. I'm sorry. Dos mil uh-huh. y veinti dos. Amen. Amen. This is so. This is so out of pocket. <laughs> like, look, look. Listen. I'm for sorry. everything that we've been dealing with for the last what twelve hours that we could absolutely use to get ourselves canceled, this might be the worst. This is the lowest of the low-hanging fruit. <laughs> this is no worse than Oscar De La Hoya. This is no worse than Floyd Mayweather. This is no worse than Canelo Alvarez. Two of those three people can pimp their own uh, racial ethnicity. This is a fact. This is a fact. Floyd Mayweather just happened to be the beneficiary of those two people pimping their ethnicity. So also he went fact. ahead and dropped a motherfucking match in a in a drum of kerosene. <laughs> that man put on a poncho and a sombrero and whooped a Mexican champion on Cinco de Mayo. Twice. I have never twice ever twice. seen the level of disrespect. <laughs> twice. That I saw Fuck that. When he did it to Oscar, that's when it was it mattered. When he did it to Canelo, no one gave a shit. Everybody knew he was getting that getting uh, that L. He was getting that W on Canelo before Canelo finished becoming Canelo. Oh man. I, and I, I I even still don't believe full fledged Canelo would fuck with full fledged Floyd. So you know, sleep on that. Oh man. It's a lot of shit going on. That's a whole. It's a whole. <laughs> yeah, I tell you what. It's a whole lot of fucking gang shit going on right now. And <laughs> man, we we may have finally found the formula for our other show canceled. Rocket fuel. <laughs> we we may have finally figured out what the first episode is going to be and it's for all the wrong reasons but the right motherfuckers need to hear it I, I'm not I don't even really want that that energy around that episode like that it's not for the wrong reasons we ran the, we ran the gambit of, of topics it wasn't just one topic that oh no there was a there were a snowball. few there were a few they were interwoven like a fine spider web the price of entertainment <laughs> Are you willing to pay admission for the price of entertainment? Price just went up. On your funk, yes. That's all, that's all we saying when we say what we say. So feel however you want to feel, but you know, feel the handle on the door as you open it to leave. 
on on a on another note, on a side note here, back on track. WWE side chicks, side chicks is what got all this shit started in the first place. Boy. <laughs> one guy had one, the other guy needs one. And another guy and another girl got called out for being one. That happened on Rampage. <laughs> I'm not watching that. I'm sorry. Oh, man. Like if you can't plan better than to have that shit come on at 5:30 or 5 o'clock in the afternoon on a Friday. It's Central Standard Time. You can kiss my ass. I'm Plan- not that dedicated. Planning. Even if it is on my DVR. WWE has outdone themselves yet again. What are you saying, Wood? Well, what I'm saying is, for the last probably three seasons of the Broken Pencil Booking Company, Pro Wrestling Podcast, and radio show Infused with Hip Hop, the day that we release an episode, they release talent. <laughs> They're playing this little game of cat and mouse. Like it, it's, Rare. It's, we're, we're in a fatal, <laughs> we're in a triple threat match with AEW and WWE at the same time. At the same time, same damn time. <laughs> so last week, I got Kool Aid. I got sugar at the same damn time. Last week they they uh, had a a bevy of releases, mostly from NXT. Actually, I would say they were all be from NXT. And I don't even know if this one is the least heralded, but there's a couple that are eyebrow raising. Let's run them down, shall we? Let's go Parker sure. Parker Bordeaux or Parker Boudreaux, also known as Harland on NXT. Oh. Also known in the internet community as Baby Baby Brock. Brock. <laughs> okay, this this is one of those because this for me this is one of the higher ranking releases on on the list. Um, do you think this works out in his favor because he's so young and he already has the intangibles to be kind of lauded over by um, by Stanford at some point? He's in his very early twenties. And has right. the body type of a current-aged Brock Lesnar who has been wrestling off and on in WWE since 2002. Oh, the name Baby Brock is legit. It's, it's not just super, a facial feature thing. Yeah, it's super legit. So I will say this. It's not a matter of if he'll be back, more so than a matter of when and how when. he'll be back. I feel the same way about AJ Francis. It's not a, it's not a, it's not an issue of if, it's an issue of when. Yeah, that stars have to align because there's only certain types of people you can put in the ring with him on a consistent basis before he starts to overshadow the entire roster and that creative has nothing for him. Catering is not a place for AJ Francis. It's, he has way too much charisma for that. And don't let the uh, the uh, hit row shit fool you. This shit on A&E was proof enough for me to be like, strap a rocket to this motherfucker's back. Uh, I mean, yeah. Draco Anthony, Mila Milani, Persia Parada, Raylan Devine, Sanjana George, Paige uh, Prince of Ali. These okay. are names that are um, destined to not be household. First of all, I wanted to fire whoever was in creative services that watched Aladdin before they gave one Come of those on, names. man. Come on, man. <laughs> Prince Ali, the fuck are you doing do you realize that the 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 top half of the elder statesmen of your target demo grew up on disney movies and nickelodeon yeah, Nickelodeon, the, the the Doritos bag of chips with the clear circle in the middle, <laughs> glass bottles of Pepsi, man, um, double dragon <laughs> arcade consoles. Uh, I mean, give me something else, anything, um, anything but glass glass Gatorade bottles, <laughs> Wheaties boxes with stars who mattered, fam. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, man. Hey, man, skinny, man. 
Skitty man, please tell me that ain't my tape, man. <laughs> Four with me, DJ. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on, skinny man. <laughs> man, man, skinny, tell me that just fell out your pocket, man. tell me that ain't my tape, man. <laughs> <laughs> the man stuck a cassette tape that had just fallen in the toilet, dead in that man's mouth. Oh, man. But, yeah, c- continue. Prince Ali, you just gonna name, you just gonna name Prince? Go ahead. Dakota Kai. That's out, unfortunate. Out of there. Super unfortunate. Super talented. She'll she'll land somewhere safe. She'll definitely land on her feet. Uh here 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 is a stunner. One man asked for his release. Who after, that was? After he watched the entire team that was built around him, including its mouthpiece, this a fucking peer. Tyler Russ, Tyler Russ is already gone. Arturo, Arturo Huas is gone. Uh, Hideki Suzuki is gone. Marina Shafir is gone. Now Malcolm Bivens gone. So Roddy Strong is the last diamond of the mind, and he has asked for his divorce. Asked for has not been given, and considering the fact he just re-upped, probably ain't gonna be no. Probably time ain't soon. gonna happen no time soon. So, okay, here, here's a free one. This one's free. You should repackage Roger Strong as the last diamond Roger Strong. And his whole vibe should be, I'm the last of professional wrestlers. I, I'm the last. His whole thing in NXT, if you're going to leave him there, should be, I am the last professional wrestler at the Supermax. You have to let him stretch, though. It, it only works if you let him stretch. If you well, don't let him stretch, forget about it. You can pretty much let that go because Roderick Strong isn't the largest individual on that roster. And the directives have already been set. We don't even have to go through them again. The directives on what people should look like, what their physical attributes should be, what their background should be. All that stuff has been laid down. NIL is what it is. And Roddy he, really just, you he's, know. He's definitely the last. I mean. He might go he down. Really is. He may go down to infamy like people like Phil Apollo and uh, uh, what's my man uh, Steve Lombardi, Mike Jackson. Like he might go down infamy like that because of the way that his size is compared to what they've left him with and who their champions are. Samuel I mean, Shaw, aka Dexter Loomis, gone. That man cooperated more than anybody should ever cooperate. And didn't say shit. I'm just saying that man cooperated with all Stanford's directives or all Orlando's directives. He did exactly what was asked, played the character exactly how they wanted, because obviously they didn't want him to speak. Probably the easiest. Probably the easiest money he ever made in his career. Or the hardest, because that shit is mental anguish. Just because he don't say shit, don't mean shit didn't happen. There's some people that go to work. That spend spend their entire day on the clock trying to figure out ways to get out of work. Spending my dime, and then wasting there, my time. And then there's cats like you and I who can't sit still. And if we're forced to sit still, the day goes longer. I don't understand you motherfuckers. And I really hope Samuel Shaw is more on our side than on that side. Uh, I'm, I'm, I've heard a few things indirectly. So um, I think he's very much in line with the way we think about things. Right on. I- I'm here for that. Uh, I-, I just I just think anybody would have played the directives on how to execute that character would have been way different. For, for for if just about anybody was in charge of it, because it's it's a play on the show Dexter. For those of you who are not understanding where the whole Dexter Loomis name comes from, and just it's like. It's like you took the Undertaker, gave him one of the vaude villains haircut, <laughs> and then put like black kitchen handler gloves on him and told him don't say shit. And I want to know how bad this tattoo was to have that much ink in one spot. Maybe he did the tribal thing. He did the tribal sleeve and was like, oh, this shit's terrible. And as opposed to try to cover that up, which might be impossible with the depth of ink, you just had to black that shit out. Ugh. That's rough. 
so I, I really would have been like, hey, can we can we try to do the tattoo removal thing and then do the cover up? That way the black or the greenish or the whatever color ink he used at first isn't so thick. Cause now he's just got uh, a sensor bar up up and down each arm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, we, he censored his own tats. And, and and not for nothing, we've actually seen worse. As we continue on though, not to be outdone by WWE's departures. AEW has come to terms with the uh, with the non-re-signing of Stu Grayson of the Dark Order. I don't I, I don't understand that at all. Stu Grayson might be yeah. I gotta be honest. Stu Grayson is probably top two in that faction, and and it he's probably more one than two from a traditional pro wrestling standpoint. John Silver is the other guy i'm referencing is just and the only reason he's not a bigger star is because he's not a bigger he's not person. bigger person yep that's, and that's i don't sad. mean in, in the sense i don't mean in the sense of manners and, and politeness i mean in the sense of physical stature he has the personality of of paul white like of paul white's size like oh you just t- you just you just figured out what you can do with him you can be paul white's mini me <laughs> and Paul White should be his coach. Yeah, what what if you cause he John Silver's type of person that could pull something like this off, right? Like if he comes right. to these matches and he's the underdog and he's getting handled. All, and he should start using all of Big Show's moveset. Like there, his finisher should be a fucking choke slam. And there should there should always be a ref bump. There should always be a uh a, a Paul White uh interference. Yes. With John yeah. Silver making the pinfall, <laughs> he just hit people with WMD every time he gets a chance. And then John Silver's doing the big ass chop in the corner, telling the crowd, "Try to just shut up." <laughs> <laughs> this shit's so stupid. It's 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 bound. It's to gold. Work. Yeah, and it's we could never say this about anybody else because no one has that look. And no one could, no one could play that part. That Johnny Hungy shit is, uh, that that shit's actually over. There's a certain type of audience that you know exists with AEW, and some of that stuff works for them. So, if we take our trips to uh, to Canada to Anthem, we see the departure of both Willie Mack. And also Jonah. Country anyway. Um. So we we had this discussion a little before we actually started rolling about where Willie Max could land, where his services could be best used uh, going forward. Obviously, take Orlando off the table. Not because he's not, not because he can't get in there, not because he's not worthy, but because he could get there and no one would know what the fuck to do with him. Willie Mack, right? Yeah, yeah. They just wouldn't know what the fuck to do with him. Yeah. Um, he couldn't keep his j- name. Right. Yeah, you're not gonna have your name, so it's gonna be something else, and it's probably gonna be some super sketchy, border borderline sus. Rufus Allen, the son of bad news. Boy, don't do that. Don't do that to Allen, man. His last name gonna be Allen. It might not. First name might not be Rufus, but it's gonna be something like either that or it's gonna be like Ritter or some shit because they're trying to make a play on trying to link him to the junkyard dog. I mean, his name is Willie. I hope they don't change it to Jerome. There are no Jeromes in uh, in WWE. Jerome Allen or Jerome Ritter, either one of those two, and those don't sound like bad names when you say them out loud. But because we know where they would come from, we'd be like, "Ah, you bitch, you." Right. <laughs> That's just it. You bitch, you. <laughs> <laughs> you bitch, you. Oh man. Well, at, at any rate, we wish these people the best of luck in their future endeavors. Uh, Roderick Strong, I mean, hold your head while you do your sentence at the Supermax because, uh, you know, he's literally the missing you, piece. Paid. He's the missing piece of the Undisputed Elite. 
But but it uh, no. Nah, first of all, I don't want the undisputed elite. I I don't want this. Whatever this is with all of these people mashed together, I don't want it. I think it comes to a head at uh at like a uh, pimple <laughs> at, at Forbidden Door anyway. But you know, I digress. Got an update on Big E, by the way. Speak it. Big E made a uh, a statement on social media this week about his C one not healing optimally. So it's setting him back another four to six months, which is to me is actually good news. I'd rather see that than him come back too early. I was under the impression that we were, and I hate to say it like this, but I was under the impression that we were done with that. Like we were just going to find his next chapter because the, the alternative has entirely too many risks and you can't risk what's at stake. So I figured, okay, we're finna start maybe not coaching, but we were gonna see, you know, commentary. That might be a thing. Um, I don't want to just send everybody as a backstage producer because everybody's not cut out for that. But Biggie has enough personality that he can contribute without taking another bump in his life. Right. Well, at any rate, we do wish him a speedy recovery. Maybe we can get Rosenberg off the pre-shows. <laughs> Man, How about that? Man, there's so wow, what if what if what if Biggie's return comes from him being on the pre-show and then he gets he gets some live action? I mean, I've seen worse. Yeah, we <laughs> I mean, especially if you really want to get somebody over. Like, okay, cool. If if he's totally healthy, cleared for full contact, you bring him back. You do not announce anything about him being cleared for full contact. You bring him back slowly in increments on the pre-shows and then you have somebody who you want to get over and with some real heel heat have them attack biggie as though as though this is another career threatening situation and then you bring biggie back but the match is unsanctioned man this has worked before yep shout out, shout out to Shawn michaels and triple h like this is shout a formula out, shout out to triple before. h and brock lesnar so apparently Triple H is just out here handling everybody. <laughs> is what you're saying. Oh man. Shout out to oh, shout out to Roddy Piper and Virgil and the million dollar man. This has worked too many times. You go to any territory in the eighties and uh and, and before Eric, they got gobbled up in the nineties and you can see this working. You know Eric Embry made a living off doing this. <laughs> uh, retirement matches and never retired fireball <laughs> with gauze wrapped around the top of your head like no you're not supposed you're not you're supposed to let a, a burn breathe i think bro. he may have set a record for the most matches with gauze around his head <laughs> him jim duggan one man that, that could be a mixtape him jim duggan one man gang steve williams and uh give me one more terry taylor was good for it, but not not that often flair Flair did it a few times. No, nah, Flair, Flair did it. I've, I've seen the Von Erichs do it. I've seen Kerry do it. Kerry. Yep, there's the other one. Espe so basically, the, especially the, uh, the the unification match with Lawler. So we're going to call that the uh, Scandal Akbar mixtape. All hit that. Throw on the drums. But I brought up the Big E thing because there was an article, and this is very old news, but it came back up um, because of the, the hoopla around WrestleMania. Lita, Amy Dumas, was off filming an episode of a TV show and broke her neck. And um, of course, you go into shock, anger, depression, all, that, all, all, of, the, all of the emotions, the gamut of emotions. And she turned to one person, and that one person pretty much talked her through the entire process from injury to healing, and to the point to where she felt confident enough for herself to be A, seen in public, and B, to compete again, and that person being Stone Cold Steve Austin. Can I get a hell yeah? Hell yeah! Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, not much more to be said on that, but that's a, that's a story that you can take a look at uh, online. Uh, just by googling her name um back to aew though this week has been uh busy 
in AEW. We we see Dante Martin all over TV and active as hell. Mm-hmm. But missing in action is Darius. And I was under the impression that on his first match back, he was injured again. And apparently, I was dead ass wrong. Darius Martin appears to have been in a very nasty car accident in which he's actually thankful to still have his life. That's crazy. Saw a picture of him in a neck brace and an arm splint. And, uh... So my guy's gonna spend the equivalency of two pregnancies on the sideline. For those keeping track at home, that's 80 weeks or 18 months. It's, it's not a, it's not the most fun when you got to do that. That's not. I don't wish that on anybody. I don't even have any jokes to go with that. Just not, shit. not a laughing matter, man. I mean, you you don't want to see people have their careers stifled because of injury, especially when those injuries come from outside of work. Like have, having an injury happening at work is one thing, and then coming back and being that quote unquote injury prone guy is something else. But when you have the luck of a two-leaf clover, it just, it, you, the only thing you can pray for is your future of employment because you just, you know, if that's what you worked your ass off for and you're at the early stages of your adulthood and you seem to have that not there for you or take it for granted that it could be taken away from you because we've seen it happen all too many times where it has. If you don't believe me, ask Matt Seidel. It's a rough set of circumstances. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what changes or alterations can or should have been should be made. Maybe it's nothing. Maybe it's just you know horrible luck. But you know, at this point, you got to start trying to make decisions about what you're going to do with Dante as an individual because he's essentially at this point spent as much time wrestling as a singles competitor as he has in a tag team facts so and that's not so, long right you know what i'm saying he's he's still like not quite rookie but he ain't he's he's had more time in life doing other stuff than he has wrestling facts and i honestly don't think he's been he actually has been wrestling for a full year in the ring like not injury aside or a time away from the ring aside that's that's tragic because he's been in the industry what three years now yeah that that fucking sucks (laughs) man like there's no other way to frame it like there's just no other way to frame it speedy recovery hope you you know full health full recovery wish you nothing but good health and prosperity going forward after recovery just shit bro yeah man yeah <laughs> Not, nothing more nothing less we just want nothing but the best hey that, that rhymed <laughs> okay bars <laughs> bars yeah definitely wishing Darius Martin to get well soon uh, On while we still at, at AEW a couple pieces of information from AEW Something that I I figure would have happened with the formation of the, uh, as I so adamantly call them, the Blood Pool Combat Club. <laughs> the BPCC. BPCC. That's down with the BPBC on your forehead. They, uh, the AEW Trios titles. It's only a matter of time. You've got the Blackpool Combat Club. You've got the... Um, shit. Yo, you had the Jurassic Express. Now you just have uh, just the tag team as opposed to the trios because Marco Stunt's no longer with the company or no I mean, longer no, nowhere to be seen. I, I guess you could throw Christian in the mix, Christian Cage in the mix. So they what? Supersize the fries? <laughs> oh shit! Value meal. All right. <laughs> what about uh, three? We got a death triangle. Um. Uh, formidable uh, opponents. We also have the uh, House of Black formidable opponents. <laughs> if they would stop playing with the fucking lights. 
What have they done to Malachi Black? It was working. We had this shit figured out. They've turned Malachi Black slowly. Into a fucking joke. Slowly into Andrade El Idolo. Now, and I, it started when they, it, and oddly enough, it started when they paired with each other. It the, rubbed off on him. The irony. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. And then you're going to have uh, the young fucks and uh, Kenny, Kenny Omega. And apparently, according to articles across the interverse, the ether, if you will, they're awaiting the return of Kenny Omega before they introduce the trios championships and as the belts have already been created. Let me tell you one damn thing. As much as we talk about belts in this bitch, Mm -hmm. these motherfuckers better be fire. Okay. So... What do you think their track record with championships is so far? Title belts. All right. So the original Big Platinum, which I believe is the same same version as now. Dope. This dope. I fucks with it. Okay. Um, the first women's belt was decent. This it was new small. This it was small. This new one, ignorant. Yeah, a whole lot of fucking gang shit. Oh, oh, man, please. Whole lot of fucking gang shit. The TNT Championship, for obvious reasons, the original version was trash, <clears throat> but the finished product was fucking amazing. And the TBS is just banging from the left, so same thing. I mean, <laughs> the fact that uh, Mark Sterling has a brooch that embodies the the uh, the, the the big plate of the championship belt. You it, think that ain't the sell pins? <laughs> boy. That, that, I, 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 I firmly believe his is jewelry. Now I we... Go ahead. I, I guarantee you if Kanos is really thinking about it, he's giving every TBS executive that's still there one of those for Christmas. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you outside, boy. <laughs> look, all, look, all I'm saying is you're going to get 100% every time for me. So I'm finna go off the glass on you bitches. I'm trying to help TBS and TNT retain AEW programming. So Kanos, over these next couple months, I'm gonna be sprinkling little gems that you need to pick up and implement so we can get to this money. And all I ask is that you put some zip on my because for a nominal fee, soon to be a phenomenal fee, we will take some of this broken pencil knowledge, slice it off, and put it on your plate. <laughs> But tell me if, right you, on, if you, man. Were ex- ex- you were executive TBS and you got that shit in a goodie bag, you know, for Christmas or just in because, you know, when you work in certain places, the fourth quarter is off. Yeah. You go you go home for the fourth. Quarter. I'm about to find out. I'm, I'm about to fuck around and find that out this year. Boy, boy. <laughs> Ooh, I don't know how much outside going to happen then, but it's going to be a lot of it. Oh, boy. So, but yeah, imagine getting that in your Christmas go home pack. Listen, and you and you wear suits every fucking day. As a non wrestling fan, if I got that as a piece of jewelry, I'd be trying to get it appraised and put it into a safe deposit box, and I may wear that bitch at company gatherings. I mean, I wouldn't suspect Kano's gonna throw the real diamonds in it. Maybe for the upper of the upper crust, but for how, the, how for the decision makers, you can go ahead and, and write that off. He can afford a brigetta or some shit. But on the flip he, side, on the flip side, as a professional wrestling fan, as a as a pro wrestling fan, I get that shit. Oh, you can't tell me a motherfucking thing. That shit's going on the wall next to my Chris Jericho autograph uh, poster. I'm gonna ask <laughs> two: one to rock and one to stock. <laughs> Active. I'm going to take it straight sneaker culture. And then I'm going to turn around and tell Kanos, hey, what you want to do? You want to do some uh, some lace locks like this? I'm, I'm going I'm to try to find some, uh, some of those. You know, it's always that those one or two people that leave their gift bag at their desk. Or they don't want it. I don't think I'm going to use this. Okay, give it here. Yeah, hand it over. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to need that cup. <laughs> I'm gonna leave. I'm going to end up acquiring enough of them to leave them in the lapel of every suit I wear to work. Now, on the flip side, the tag team championships. I like them. I like them. I think they need to match the size of the main title. 
because honestly, I think the biggest belt on the roster is the TNT t- title. I mean, those belts aren't small. I, th- I think because- they've been they've been carried by some small people. <laughs> Don't do that. Well, okay. The first time we saw those belts, is, well, that I remember, FTR was posing with them. They look like you know grown up championship belts. Now you've had some people who don't look like grown ups hold them since then, but yeah. yeah, you're right. And they don't have women's tag titles yet. Don't need them. I totally agree. When you have a women's championship and a TBS championship, that's all you fucking need. But you you can see the the women are starting to section off into threes. So a women's trios title, don't don't think you're gonna get out unscathed. Now that I want to see NWA rules with once a quarter max. You can't stop Kanos. <sighs> get ready for get ready for that shit as often as possible. They're gonna defend them hoes on the dark. They're gonna defend them in the dark. They're gonna defend them at the forbidden door. They're gonna forbid- defend them at the front door. The bathroom the door. door. All of them. And a couple of windows of opportunity. Well, I, I tell you for a couple of reasons about these titles and the fact that how it t- t- ties into the trios and, and how these uh that how those belts better be fire. Kenny Omega. I think they will be. Kenny Omega apparently has been busy away from AEW, dealing with AEW shit. Namely, the video game. They Spending Kano's money. Ukes. There's there's a article that's come out this week that Ukes is over budget. Oh, Ukes it. <laughs> Uke shit. <laughs> He's gonna Uke. He's gonna uke. Darren <laughs> 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 nods off. Welcome to New York City. Oh man. So Bob Euchre. <laughs> hey yo. <laughs> uh, so if the the reasons why uh, the game is on hold and the, everybody is becoming as it. Is it, was it Kenny Omega was becoming frustrated, or was it Ukes that was becoming frustrated? I think it's Kenny Omega. I think everybody is just tired of each other. But reportedly, for what we were given, is that Kenny is growing frustrated of working with Ukes. It doesn't say why, but that's why the game's being delayed. And apparently, that is—I would assume—that is a c- contributing factor to them being over budget. Let's talk a couple of things here, real quick. Shoot. For every screenshot that we've seen in this video game so far, Kenny Omega looks like he's wearing a fucking sumo suit. <laughs> it looks like every WWE mobile game. That <laughs> for. Right on, yes. And now, that's going to do nothing to help this civil war going on between AEW and WWE. However, let's just be real. That's exactly what it looks like. So, so I want you to, I'm going to put the ball in your court real quick. I have a job for you. You can it can be me, your partner, your sahab, your co-host, your businessman, or it could also be stranger danger. Which would you prefer for this scenario? I mean, which person? Which version of me? As I'm about to put a scenario in front of you, would you want the person uh, that you know or the person that you don't? I'll take the person I know. Perfect. Okay. I ask you to do some work for me. Okay. Now, as a true friend and one of commerce, I'm going to line your pockets somehow, some way, whichever, however I can, as much as I can, it doesn't do damage to the home. Right. But we'll just say this is part of your pro bono package as it relates to everybody else for the year. I'm included with that. So that's cool. Right. Then I'm going to swipe off a... uh the friends and family discount. Right. Okay. What you give me or what I ask for, you give me to mm-hmm. the letter. Something pops in my head that says this is going to kill it. Hey, I swap. I need you to fix this one thing. So that way this, this can be killed. You can kill this product, this project. 
Cool. One revision is included with your order. All right. That revision causes a copyright issue, potentially. I don't want the smoke of dealing with the lawyer. I need you to fix that into something other than the original form and something other than what I have right now. Okay. I, because it's you, I'm going to deal with this as part of the, the one revision you get. So once we fix this, that's it. Cool. I appreciate you. But fuck. Now that took away from the whole, the whole scope of the product. And if I, if I throw it in the sun the right way, it changes colors. It doesn't need to change color suave. Okay. What can so we do point, about that? Okay. So at this point we have two, two options. Either we can go back to what we had before the, before the revision, but which is not, which is not what it's supposed to be though. No, no, no. The one that, that you had me do that I fit finished to the letter. Yeah. Yeah. But we already decided that's out of here. That, that's, that's not what it's going to be no more though. We, 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 we all this other shit now. We didn't decide shit. Oh, come on. I tell you what we'll do. We'll open up a whole new case file. And now we're going to have to redraft the district lines. Now, you what does that mean for me financially? It means you're probably going to pay a lot closer to the regular price than the free. You've basically that's eating up your friends and family discount. Ladies and gentlemen, without speculation, or I'm sorry, with, with full speculation, this is what's happening with Kenny Omega, AEW, and Ukes. <laughs> now, now, for the for the sake of shits and giggles, I would rather do this, and I don't know you. <laughs> like, like, okay, it's easier. Give me the version with you. No, way easier, <laughs> way fucking easier. Because I'm giving grace and mercy because I know you. Pitch me this same shit, and I don't know you. All right, um, here's the project. I need this done. Can you knock this out? What's your deadline? Shit, uh, when, whenever you get it done, no, no rush, but I'm gonna need it. Okay, when's your deadline? I'm, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna say January 2, 2022, 2023, 2023. Okay, um, do you have, have you already vetted all of your materials? I have a team in place. Okay, will you have your team please email me the specs of the project? Each one individually, or as they as the needs come up, because they as a as a collective, I need everything that I need to start and complete this job, so that I can do it within enough time to have it vetted and uh, troubleshot before the launch date. When do you need this by? ASAP. So I got six people on my team over the next four weeks. Four more on vacation. They're all on different weeks. The earliest I can get everybody to collaborate at the same time is going to be about five weeks from now. Okay. Um, I would suggest you reach out to me in five weeks because there's no guarantee that my availability will be the same that it is now. And without a retainer, I can't guarantee that I'll be able to take on your project. Well, I really don't want you to have to rush for the for the last uh, six months of this work when we only when we have seven months to complete this. Totally understandable, but I can only move as fast as your team can give me the uh, resources I need to complete it. So in an effort to not um, compromise your finances or compromise my work um, effectiveness I believe it's best in, it's in the best interest of all parties involved that we completely vet the process before we start it I mean I, I, I gotta go with you I have no other options That that's backhanded as fuck <laughs> go ahead <laughs> <laughs> That's a backhanded ass compliment. Go ahead. Shit, tell me I'm wrong. Like, yeah, but you you say that shit to me in an email. I'm finna text you for that shit too. Like, like, look, I want you to understand something. Like, no one knows who you are. I'm about to make you a household name. But we gotta um, get this shit done together. Unless those households are sending me uh, individual Zelle uh, payments, it's not gonna help me any to be a household name. Man, maybe we need to put this shit on hold. <laughs> I, I completely understand your position, and I'm I'm here for you anytime that you're ready to begin work on the project. Um, the invoice, the quote, invoice quote that you have uh, should be good for the next ninety days. Uh, anything after that would require a brand new um, contract agreement. Price just went up. 
Facts. <laughs> I, I wonder exactly what that shit means. I wonder. <laughs> I wonder what what conversation like where where it went wrong. Was it the no no no? Because Kenny Omega is a gamer. You don't come up with video game concept T-shirts and entrances in collaboration with video game makers in Japan and learn to speak fluent Japanese without having a video game background. I have a cousin that speaks fluent Japanese, has only been to Japan once and has done nothing with his uh, his his ability to learn Japanese other than watch anime at a very high level. Kenny, if he is playing a game, because we've heard war stories about WWE. I mean, shit. In fact, they, they skipped a whole year behind war stories with having to deal with engines and shit like that. If Kenny's playing a game and the body slam doesn't land the right way, or I'm sorry, if, it, if you do a body slam and a person goes through the map but the map doesn't move, problem. How many of those glitches did you have and that you couldn't fix or that you fixed and then created another one after the fact that Kenny couldn't catch? Okay. Because I'm almost willing to bet that's what the issue is, is that Kenny okay. wants this game to be perfect and it, it can't be. Perfect doesn't exist. That's, you know, it, it doesn't. It just doesn't. So that that's the first thing you need to understand. Per perfect doesn't exist. Can I meet all of your requirements? Absolutely. We had this conversation uh, in, a, in a text form. Imagine, imagine I, well, no, not me, because I would never do this. <laughs> imagine uh, rapper 137 decides to uh, commission you to DJ their mixtape. Okay. And it's a 30, it's a 40 song mixtape. Oof. Right. 40 songs. So between freestyles, full songs, snippets, whatever, it's, four, it's 40 songs plus interlude skits and, and the actual vocal hosting. And as a purist, I'm going to tell you up front before we even go into detail, that many songs, you have 79 minutes and 59 seconds to land this fucking plane. There's that. So that, thank you. There's a time, <laughs> there's a time limit. All of this music is going to, it has to fit into this box. So we're not going to make a four hour mixtape just because, you know, you feel like you want to get your rocks off. Yeah, because because labels don't exist anymore and digital media is every is all we have. Like I'm don't think I'm not going to adhere to the rules of recording. Which A, <laughs> there are no rules. B, when in doubt, see rule number 1. There we go. But your rule your rules are your rules. Yes. But, so, okay, it's got to fit in. So, you can give me 60 songs. Still got to fit in 79 minutes and how many seconds? 59. There you go. So, Guy agrees to it. It's got to fit in this box of eight of seven, 79, 59. 59. And then says, um, they want to sit in with you while you do it. Okay. Not an unreasonable request. Probably something that might have you like, eh, I don't really want to do that, but cool, you paying. I, I've, 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 dealt, I've dealt with way worse for way oh, less. Yeah. And like the prices went up so i mean but it was cool but continue right. rapper rapper number 37 is gonna pull pay full 137 up. know his name learn his name <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> but but buddy gonna pay the full note and then when he gets in the room with you as you're assembling and you cooking and you putting things together begins to critique and suggest changes to each and every scratch slash cut you put in okay all right so the mixtape is completely done i've done all i've done all my recording from top to bottom no 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 no. in the moment he wants to sit in the room with oh you wow. as i'm recording as you are assembling the game or as you are assembling the mixtape so i'm five five seconds into the first song before i find a, a, a catch point because the intro should also be my intro, and you're and you're and as the as the critic, you're judging that and giving yeah. feet? nah, 
Nah. Yeah, you're you're basically you're judging unfinished work. You're basically judging every thought that come. He's judging every thought that comes out of your head in as a, it comes out. In a nondescript manner, I'm going to ask you to please shut the fuck up and reference my previous work. This is what Kenny should have been told the minute he decided to, to jump head first into that situation. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. I can appreciate that. Suave, tell me Yo. one game Ukes has produced. Uh, I'm going to use Google and phone a friend. <laughs> the fact that you have to do that. Name a video game uh, maker. Studio, if you will. EA Sports. I can tell you the first EA Sports game I played was probably Lakers versus Celtics or Jordan versus Bird. I'm sorry, Dr. Hell J versus yeah. Bird. Sega. <laughs> Lakers versus Celtics, you bitch. <laughs> no, nah, it looked like you got a bunch of shit up on the day. Uh... But the fact that you don't know what that is without Googling it. like That's, that's facts. Yeah, Sega, Sonic the Hedgehog, Echo the Dolphin, looking, uh, Eternal Champions. Like, I can go. Give Rockstar, Grand Theft Auto, uh, Bully, uh, Red Dead, like, you know, Activision, fucking uh, uh, Metal, not Metal Gear, uh, what's that other shit? Uh, uh, Call of Duty. Okay, Fuck, so basically what you're saying, even though I, I didn't have any off the top of my head, these people are obviously professional enough to have done this before. I'm sure they're a video game creator. I'm just saying that. I'm not buying this shit off Fiverr. Yeah, you. I mean, you're 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 not. But you don't, off the top of your head, you don't know any of their previous works. To me, that's a problem when you're sitting here trying to have Ajita with someone who actually plays video games, trying to help you take it to the next level to compete in the space that you haven't been in before because of the level of competition that you're about to have up against you. You're literally going up against the WWE and 2K. Literally. But you probably should not have that approach. You're not going to put the same amount of money into it. Jesus Christ. Look at this, dude. <laughs> I'm about to say this, I, I, the first picture I see of this shit is the same, the same shit that I just described. Tell me what that looks like. You sent me something? Yes. I haven't gotten it yet. Oh, here we go. Wow. A whole lot of chops on there. Here's yeah, a quote. Like, it, look, it looks like Kenny in a in a fucking sumo suit. Like one of one. If we went to Lava Cantina when it wasn't a wrestling thing going on. And they just <laughs> did the, the the basically the sumo wrestling suit. Insert dive bar here. Because the sumo suit became the, the new version of the fucking uh the, the Bronco, the Bucking Bronco. Here's a quote from Sports Gamers Online. Sources have indicated that the relationship between Ukes and AEW, specifically Kenny Omega, isn't in the best place at the moment. According to those close to the game's development, Omega has found himself frustrated and quote-unquote hating working with Ukes. One person even claimed that it has come across at times like Ukes was, was trying to quote-unquote take advantage of an inexperienced Omega in this position. There have been multiple instances of arguments over the game's direction, as well as constraints on, on development. AEW has invested significant money into development, but the game is, quote, way over budget, unquote, at this point. At even, uh, at even required extra investment, but the specific amount wasn't mentioned. These budget issues have led to a number of features of the game either being, what the fuck just happened? Where did it go? Where did it go? How dare I read something and a damn pop-up ad comes in? Fucking paywalls. <laughs> boy, boy, boy. But, okay. Uh, Here's another situation, and I know me and you... Oh, I'm sorry. Here, here we go. These budget issues have led to a number of features of the game either being less than originally planned or cut altogether. This is exactly what I'm talking about. So I nailed it. Kenny is a gamer is saying, I want, I want gamer shit. Okay, so you should have made that list before we got started. How how many times do you go to Walmart, buy your list, and forget you forget one or two things because it wasn't on that bitch? And okay, be an adult. <laughs> Either go back to fucking Walmart or make your list better. Okay, this is the equivalent and I of this right here, and I know exactly you're gonna feel me because you've been in this situation before. Me and you both. 
You DJing a wedding. Oh shit. <laughs> you pre- you've pre-game with the bride and groom about what they want played, what type of music they want, what vibe they want, what order they want shit played. You got a run of run of service basically. You got a run of show. I do this all the time. That's the only way I'll do a wedding because there's too many moving parts, too many loose ends. I need a run of show. And then I need one, one contact person, which is usually your wedding planner, who relay messages back and forth between me and the and the newly married couple. And usually those messages during the day of are only going to be, we're ready to do this, we're ready to do that. That's it. Now imagine day of the day of the service. You got you got you, you got you dressed to the nines. You got everything hooked up, level sounding great. We banging. We it's up. Bride's sister decide, and the, the bride's sister's not the wedding planner. Bride's sister goes as far as to pull up a chair next to you to tell you what songs you should play. Not because of what's on the run of show, but because of what she wants to hear and what she thinks will make the party better. To which she's going to hear but one song from me. For a nominal fee. (laughs) So, exactly. You not the motherfucker that paid me. So, Kenny can be a gamer all day long. The sister can be a, a, a club hopping socialite. She may know what's jamming. I'll take a couple, I'll take one or two suggestions. Cool. I, I'm an audiophile myself, so most of the time I've heard these songs and we, we are on a similar level. But at the same time, because you're sitting here with me, you can see the list I'm looking at too. There's a run of show. Your your sister, whose day it is, has already made these made these selections based on what she wants for her day. You sitting over here nitpicking me about stuff I have no control over. These are not my selections. I am merely here to do what I am paid to do, which is play the songs that I've been requested to play. You sitting over here is making both of us crazy. <laughs> that, that That's it right there. They, who, they who, have, pay, you, who paid me? Ukes? And Kenny Omega have, have inherently made each other crazy. The sad part, and this is, Kenny Omega is an executive at the company that's paying him. So now he's the sister and the wedding planner. Bruh. You can't do that. You can't be both. At the same damn time. Go to Orlando. Go to Full Sail University. Have a gaming tournament. The winner of that tournament gets to sit there and sit in with Ukes. And they must be part of the video game uh, graphics and design division of, uh, of of the of a degree program in order to do this shit. It's the perfect. You can accomplish, int- the, you can accomplish the same shit with a focus group, Bruh. Let put Kenny in charge of the focus group. The, get, your, get your group of gamers like you had before. Kenny's over the focus group, and when Ukes is ready to turn in something, they bring it to Kenny. They all play it. Do the focus group. Send the feedback back. And and with the with the remaining but money that's going to be left with this budget. You can have the damnedest clothes party, the damnedest rap party you have ever fucking seen. Are you fucking serious? Straight like that. <laughs> what I'm not going to let you do is stand over my shoulder, literally dropping salt while I'm cooking. Oh, man. <laughs> like, like, for real, like every everybody that we we fool with, you know, got they're either a foodie or they know how to cook. <clears throat> and both. And, and we, both we, of them. We, yeah, both, both of them at the same damn time. We have we have chosen mates who have uh, a degree of culinary expertise. Our, our, our wives' appetites are outside is basically what you're saying. And happy Mother's yes. Day to both of them. You and I, same, same, same. Active, super active. Active. So if I'm in the kitchen doing my one-two and you just casually walk by every couple of seconds Reseasoning my food as I'm cooking it. You'll get you'll you get less by me. You'll get less agitated if I'm walking past your food and grabbing a nibble, versus me going by and grabbing this, this seasoning that I think should go into your shit. Well, that I have shaking it. Tony Satchers over my shoulder, and I already put garlic salt in here, <laughs> or slap your mama. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't already did that part. Like you need to move around. 
Yes, instead of just walking by grabbing a wing that's fresh out of the grease and walking off with it, with it in a paper towel doing the <laughs> doing that. Like, <laughs> you can't you can't do that, bro. Uh, uh. <laughs> Nothing's gonna get done, regardless of whether you feel he's justified to do it, whether you feel like it's the best thing for business. Him doing that in that way will not help anyone. Oh, wow. Kanos is money at the end of the day. Last but certainly not least, as we say on the, on the topic of Kanos, class action lawsuit <laughs> over Americans with Disabilities Act. Now, I hate to say this. I hate to, I hate to drop a dime on myself, but fuck it. Here goes nothing. Suave and I took it upon ourselves to get some of the best seats in the Curtis Colwell Center that just happened to be ADA seats. By the grace of the Almighty, not Bobby Lashley either, we didn't get pinched because of people who were out of seats who had disabilities that needed to be sitting where we sat. We sat so because we are larger than normal human beings, taller than most people, and need some. We need to stretch. We need to be comfortable in our environment, and we were already skeptical about the Curtis Colwell Center anyway. So we took it upon ourselves to get ADA seats, and it was a it was an insane value of a purchase. Not because the seats were cheap, but more so because of the view that we got of the location of where those seats were. The highest point in the arena is where these seats were, but the arena is small enough to where it's still an intimate location for you to see all of the action. So I thought I was a piece of shit for getting these seats for uh, Ring of Honor, Supercard of Honor, just so we could see FTR take on the Briscoes, among other matches. But that's the reason why we went to that one. However, a plaintiff has filed a class action lawsuit complaint against AEW LLC for allegedly violating the ADA. According to Brandon Thurston of WrestleNomics, the plaintiff claims that the Shop AEW website isn't accessible for visually impaired people. Whew! <laughs> Whew! I thought I was a piece of shit, Suave. <laughs> First of all, I don't know why you went into panic mode. We're all handicapped in some way, or handicapable. We're all gifted in our own special ways, so there, nah. I, I, look, okay. Now this part, this is where it gets fucked up, because everybody else has to practice inclusion. So should they. Well, this gets a little bit sorted. The plaintiff has filed a lawsuit for what quote, doesn't get sorted. Quote for I, de- de- declare declaratory relief, injunctive relief, and compensatory damages, including statutory and punitive damages against the defendant named herein, and alleges based upon the personal knowledge of the plaintiff, the investigation of counsel. And, and upon information and belief. My G, what? <laughs> Here's what's crazy. The reason why this has legs is because the lawsuit is similar to what uh, WWE had dealt with before WWE shop back in uh, December 2020, and they settled out of court for an undisclosed amount in that lawsuit. I, I'm sorry. Uh Frivility has no place in this society, and if you are going to sue a website because they don't have the capabilities that you're that you're expecting them to have, you need better friends. Because I can call somebody and be, hey, I can't see this, or hey, I can't navigate this site. Can you do this for me? And I will pay you if I need to, or you can get, use my card and get you a shirt while you're at it. How hard is that? Um. So okay, peep this. Why would your first move not be to reach out to somebody in AEW? Well, first reach out to a person who can help you obtain the, the pro- right proper contacts, and then contact AEW and say, "Hey, um, there is, you know, this is the problem. I would love to support you guys, but I don't have the ability to do so." Furthermore, if you would like someone with my particular set of skills, 
to help you in the future avoid pitfalls like this, I'm more than willing to contribute. Do you realize you probably would have got the same bag you suing for now? Maybe more? <laughs> you fucking troll lemming. <laughs> lemming, I love that word. Yeah, I know. Edge brought that shit back to TV and that shit been fired with me ever since. Lemming. You leech. This is the behavior that you people support. I would I would call him a scoundrel, but then I would be defaming your dear name, sir. Yeah, no, no, that's not scoundrel life behavior. That's a succubus. I just You can get to the same bag you be angling for without involving lawyers, because the lawyer gonna take a third of that shit off top. Oh. <laughs> We we actually might have one more news story here that I just I oh. just came across. What the deal? <laughs> Cause I'm gonna get canceled. We keep talking about the handicapable. And that's not what we wanted. Is what this was targeted specifically for one person, not a type of, of of individual. Let me But you know how but you know how that goes if you if you address one individual but you address one them individual all. has one trait, then everybody's going to take ownership if it's negative. Everybody ain't gonna praise you if you said something positive. I, there was a handicapable person and I said something positive about them with the same energy that I'm using now to critique. I wouldn't have a sea of handicapable people come through and either follow or like or even say thank you. But let the inverse happen. <laughs> I, I was going to go into this story and I, I would rather not because there were two words in this story as part of a quote that led me to believe that this isn't news. This is mere speculation. The word quote unquote or the phrase quote unquote kind of. I'm good. Nah, I don't know. We don't <laughs> fuck with kind of anything. Show at brokenpistolbc.com, brokenpistolbc at gmail.com. That's at brokenpistolbc on all things social. At brokenpistolbc on what? Everything. Everything. Every damn Everything. thing, and uh, don't don't be uh, don't be a Dave Chappelle jumper. You get that you get dealt with. Suave, yo, take him to the house. You know, darling, for the broken pencil BC and Mojo Jojo, pencil pushers. You know, heads up, pencils down. The worst is still the best, you bitch. You know, a whole lot of fucking gang shit. If you ask me, since we've been.